Hey, y'all. Welcome to Pursue Excellence with Taylor Alexis, the podcast. Pursue Excellence with Taylor Alexis started out as a podcast platform and has now evolved into a live digital show, y'all. So we air live from Facebook and YouTube bi-monthly. So be sure to follow us on Instagram for all of our updates. As usual, the audio only will still be available via podcast as you're listening now. So here is our digital show episode. Pull out your pen. Get out your pen and as we approach life moving where God has led. Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Pursuit Excellence, the digital show and podcast. I am your host, Taylor Alexis, and I am so excited for today's show, y'all. We will be interviewing the founders of Marketing by Melanin. As y'all know, Pursue Excellence is a show supporting, highlighting, and encouraging small businesses and brands and sharing their encouraging stories and journeys. The show airs bi-monthly on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can follow us on Instagram at Pursue. EWTA for all of our announcements, so make sure y'all stay tuned. The live chat box is also active, y'all, so make sure during the show you're writing down your comments, your feedback, your questions, and your thoughts in our live chat box on YouTube and in the comments on Facebook. Also remember to subscribe to us on YouTube and like us on Facebook. And with all those announcements, we'll get right into the episode and introduce the founders of Marketing by Melanin after this commercial break. Diverse stories that tell what it means to be Black. They say the roots never lie and they keep the spirit intact. Narrating a culture that transcends the skies and the seas, capturing a lifestyle with too many shots for just one scene. This is Maurice Magazine. So welcome back to the show. Let's bring on to the show the founders of Marketing by Melanin. We have Simone Little, Tony Brown, Jordan Wood, and Latika Palicio. Woo! Let's bring them on to the show and get the interview started. <laughs> Hey, y'all. We are so excited to have y'all on the show and learn some gems about marketing and branding. Thank you all for agreeing to being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Of course. Thank you. So we'll get right into the interview, y'all. So... What is the mission of Marketing by Melanin? So we really started Marketing by Melanin. You know, we had encountered each other through different means of working together. And we saw that, you know, Black creatives and Black entrepreneurs weren't really being highlighted in these bigger spaces. And so we came together to really figure out a way to holistically service clients. So we have... Simone, who really works on systems and operations. We have Tony that's really focused on brand strategy. 
We have myself, who is really focused on art and creative direction, as well as Letizia Polito, who is our creative director. And so we found that together we could give our clients a really holistic solution to their branding and marketing needs. Mm -hmm. Yes, coming together as a team. What they say, teamwork make the dream work. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And so, sorry, y'all, I forgot. Let's introduce yourselves so our viewers know who each one of you are. So I guess we could go left to right if Simone and Tony want to start off. Sure. So my name is Simone Little. I am the Director of Client Services and Operations for Marketing by Melanin. And I'm Tony Brown. I'm the Director of Strategy at Marketing by Melanin. And good evening, everyone. I am Jordan Woods, and I am the Art Director for Marketing by Melanin. Hello, and I'm Latisa Polito, and I'm the Creative Director. Yes. Okay. So sorry, y'all. Just wanted y'all to know. <laughs> 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 that was supposed to be the first question. But okay. So tell us why marketing and branding are so important. So they they really marry each other. So I like to give stories to 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 break situations down. So if you think about marketing and branding like a relationship. So, you know, it's like when you when a guy shows up on a date, dressed nice, looking good, he got, you know, you come pick you up in an Audi, but then he take you on a date and he should take you to his mom's house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the branding is the outside exterior, but the marketing is the meat and potatoes of the services that your business offers. And they both have to um, marry each other. They got to make sense. So. You know, a company can present themselves looking like, you know, a million dollars, but then have, you know, Dollar Tree services and that doesn't work out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's why you need both because they work together. And so let's dig a little bit into branding. So what is the difference between a brand, a brand identity, and what is branding yourself? I guess that's me. So a brand identity is a consistent system of visuals that you have that, um, well, a brand identity is a consistent system of visuals that you have that represents your business. So it's more than a logo. It's more than colors and fonts. It's the whole mood. It's how you talk. It's your company's beliefs. It's it's how it's how are you going to use what you have at your disposal to influence the market? That's what a brand identity is. And then branding is the act of using those things to influence the market. So whereas brand identity is something that is, is tangible and intangible, when you're branding, that is an action. That's what you're doing. And it's so important mm-hmm. for companies to have it because there's so many similar businesses like you know, Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, they essentially sell chicken. Even though they have different recipes, they essentially sell chicken. But the difference between the two is is their branding, how the the um, the the staff greet you at the drive-through, how they don't greet you, how they package your food, how they talk to you, um, how you know their commercials, all of that um, is involved in that brand um, identity and then branding. So it's just important whether you're small or big to have a brand identity and to be branding. That is making sure that you have like a consistency 
across the, the board that separates you from other similar businesses. Exactly. Exactly. And so what is one misconception about branding? Um, well, that you don't need it. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's, it's a necessity. Um, and, you know, and some businesses don't start off, you know, being able to kind of brand everything. But, it, you know, as you scale your business and as you grow, it's important that you start to incorporate those principles of brand identity so that you can scale and you can reach the markets that you are intending to reach. Um, another misconception with marketing uh, is that you don't have to market yourself everywhere. It really depends on your client and where they are. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to be on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you have a higher uh, higher clientele, you know, they may be on LinkedIn. If, you know, uh, if it's more like CEO, solopreneur type of businesses, if you, the type of service that you offer, your audience might be on Instagram. It just depends on um, who you're servicing. And that's important to know in the beginning. Yeah, I would even piggyback off of that um, to say that another misconception is that you don't have a brand. So everyone has a brand, whether you are actively working on it and fostering it or you're not. So if your brand is that you don't have great service, you don't have no marketing, like that is a brand. You know, your brand overall is the perception of your company and the audience is mine. So you have a place to either actively create that brand and actually give your audience a positive perception, or you can let their imagination run wild and you have no control over what they um, identify as your company. Exactly. Your brand definitely are carries some gems on here already. <laughs> <laughs> and that yes. your brand is your logo. Your brand is mm -hmm. not your logo. That's the, one of the biggest misconceptions that your brand is your logo. So people will say, I want to start a business. I need a logo and a website. But those two things in itself, they don't really they don't really influence anyone. It doesn't really separate you from anybody, you know, others in your industry. Those are great things to have their necessities. But your logo isn't your brand. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Preach, y'all. Because there are a lot of people who will run, go start a company, get that logo, make the website, and then they think, I'm popping, I'm a brand. And it's like, no, you have to, like y'all are saying, it's the perception you leave to your audience. And so how can people find that target audience? Where can they start at least? Well, your target audience really starts at where you're currently serving. Most businesses, they... When they start, they already are thinking about the type of individual that they want to serve, right? And so when mm -hmm. you start there, the type of individual that you energetically enjoy serving, who is going to really find the most benefit and the most value from your services, that's a really great place to start. And then for our clients, what we do is that we really start thinking about where we can find those people um, for them, how they, where do they hang out at, um, and, you know, physical locations too. So <laughs> mm -hmm. for me, as far as operations, I really believe in making connections with people, right? So when we can make connections with 
people through marketing and through branding, that means that we're able to identify where they are, look in those places, and then make the connection in those places, right? So you might find out where they are, but if you don't find a way to connect with them, then it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're leading and right into my next question. Oh, go ahead, Tony. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, with, with, your tar- with your target market, I like to think of, like, um, demographics and psychographics. So, like, really understanding those. And so, demographics is, you know, basically, you know, age, sex, and location. But psychographics are the things that are those um, intangible things, you know. What are they going through? What are their pain points? What are their challenges? And those are the things that can help you to identify your market um, because then you can start talking how they talk and creating solutions and services that really pinpoint those things that would identify your target market. You do want to know if you're, you know, is, is, is men or women, their age ranges and all those things, but really you have to get into their mind to understand how they think to, you know, you, to, to really be able to create um, solutions that they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so this leads me to my next question, which is what makes marketing and branding with marketing by melanin different from the rest? I think it's because not only do we focus on the foundation of your marketing and branding, but also your client experience and the retention of those clients through strategic operations operations systems and processes. So most marketing companies just deal with uh, attracting the client, right? That's not what we do here. We think about once the client is now attracted to your business through our amazing branding, the visuals, our messaging, and your story, once they get there, then how do they become a client with our clients, right? And so we make sure that they have those foundations of their business intact because it's impossible to, well, it's not impossible, but it is, it doesn't make sense to effectively market if your client experience is going to be trash, to be frank. <laughs> so we have the operations of our clients' businesses, that they have that foundation so a client can interact with them and then they can keep that relationship with that client. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk about experience, um, like Simone's saying, you know, that's like the first step. Just, you know, how can you... Um, have good customer service if you don't have customer service systems. And so you can have the best looking brand identity, the best website, but if one of your clients has a problem or your customer has a problem and there's no procedure for solving that problem through customer service or, you know, like if you own a boutique, um, delivery returns, then you have lost a client. They don't care how good you look or anything like that online. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the clothes. You've lost a client. And so that's why systems are important. And then, you know, you go into the brand identity, creating that thing that separates you from other businesses. And it's, you know, you know, different levels, even beyond, you know, website and development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would even go as far to say as you know, we came together as a collective because we're really looking to create sustainability for our clients. You know, um, Tony and Simone talked about, you know, bringing your clients in the door, having the system to, you know, foster that relationship and keep it moving. But our goal is that when you work with us, we create tools, we create a system for you to sustain and grow your business moving forward. If we give you all these tools and as soon as we let go of the reins, 
you're not able to move forward and keep these things going, then you haven't really reached the benefit of the investment you made in your company. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jordan exactly. mentioned earlier that it's a holistic process. So it's not like a one-off shop, you know, we don't design like a logo there or a business card there, or, um, you know, even just a brand identity. It's important that companies have full um, packages of services and solutions with the things that they need because uh, a, a great video, a great logo, um, all of those things, they're great to have, but they, it's like a, a puzzle pieces, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, they're just puzzle pieces into a bigger, um, puzzle. <laughs> so all of these right. things are, you know, are puzzle pieces. And then when you put the, the puzzle together, or the pieces together, then you have the complete picture. You have a complete business when you start putting all the puzzle pieces together. So um, that's what we do. We put all the puzzle pieces together to, you know, create complete businesses or to strengthen um, businesses. Exactly. That was a good analogy. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. So Thank you all for completing the first half of this interview. As I said before, y'all are really dropping gems. I'm learning stuff just sitting here listening to y'all. So thank you. But we'll be right back and get into part two of this interview right after this commercial break. Save 10% off your entire purchase by using code TaylorAlexis at checkout at thelipbar.com. That's using code TaylorAlexis at checkout at thelipbar.com. Now that's a lip, sis. Welcome back to the show, y'all. We are in the second half of our interview with Marketing by Melanin. So let's bring them back onto the show. If y'all missed the first half, if you're just tuning in, Stay tuned. Don't forget to use our chat box. So before the commercial break, we were talking about how you all set people up with systems. So tell us why systems are so important, because I believe that's one of the many reasons why businesses are lacking today, because they don't have a good system in place. Mm-hmm. Come on, Simone. Give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Uh- <laughs> So systems are so important because they are the foundation of anything you do in your business, right? When you're coming from a place of service or even product-based, it's important that your client understands the journey that they're going to go through through your business, right? So it's like a roadmap that's going to get your client to their destination. Without that map, it's impossible to accurately navigate through the treacherous business territories that we all try to navigate through to make ourselves successful. So... If we continue on just with that analogy, once you get off track, what because you don't you lost your roadmap or your compass, you lost a tool, then your client also gets lost on that journey toward having a successful relationship with you as a business. So it's important that as businesses we have tech systems, we have processes, we have procedures because it helps guide our clients, it helps set sets their expectations of how they're going to be treated throughout the process, and it really makes it it makes people feel loved on, right? Because when you know what's coming next and then the person delivers what's coming next, you feel like, wow, this is the pinnacle of professionalism. I wouldn't dream of going anywhere else for this product or service. Right. Go on here, Simone. (laughs) (laughs) 
Exactly. That's how you keep your customers coming. Exactly. So, <laughs> what are one of the best ways you can share content with your audience, or is it really specific to your company and brand? I think that I think that um, Tisa touched on it earlier when she said you have to go to where your audience is, and so if you know each one of the like social platforms have native ways that you interact with it the best. So on Instagram, for example, Reels are really popular right now. So you know whether you know you're doing something silly, you're teaching something, or you're doing a tutorial, whatever. Utilizing reels on Instagram is very important now, whereas maybe on LinkedIn, you have more of like a long post type of situation or, you know, even using your own website for blogging. Blogging is not dead. It's just it's just time consuming. Um, so that also helps with content. And then, of course, on YouTube is only videos for YouTube. So it really just depends on the platform and you have to create content that's native to the platform and you have to create content that's relevant to your clients. Mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. even say that you have to really think if you're playing a long game or if you're playing a short game here, right? And so typically the the bigger for our clients, the bigger the client budget is coming in, a lot of times the longer the game that they have to play. So if you are on certain platforms, you know that you're playing a long game. YouTube is a search engine. It's a long game. Pinterest is a search engine. It's going to be a longer game, right? Whereas Mm. Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter, those really might be shorter games, right, that you're playing. But what type of client are you looking to gather from those places? You have to have a strategic way of playing that game to get the results that you desire as a business. Right. Um, And I agree, you know, building off of what Simone and Tony said, you know, get creative. So once you know your client, you know where they hang out, maybe it's not always a digital solution. I know we're in a pandemic right now, so we're all thinking digital, how to think global, but maybe your services are more local. Maybe it's about doing an outreach campaign where you're putting out flyers in restaurants in different businesses in your local area. Maybe it is taking out a bus stand or something. Like get creative and think about, you know, what is your goals and set attainable goals, what are what they call smart goals, you know, measurable time-bound goals about what you want your marketing to do for your company, because your marketing has to have some kind of end goal when you're talking about putting that strategy together, whether it's getting more eyes on your company, whether it is converting clients, so people that see your billboards or see your social media content, getting them into your business or into your restaurant or whatever the company is, you know, that needs to be set in place. That way you're able to not only create content and put it out there and put a strategy in place, but also gauge whether that strategy is working and where it needs to be tweaked or altered a little bit to make sure that you're reaching that audience that you're really interested in. And to add to that, I would also say, that, you know, and a lot of this can feel overwhelming in the beginning because you're thinking, where should I be? Or should I be on Pinterest and, and Instagram? And, and Instagram content is different from Facebook content and Facebook content is different from Twitter content. Um, and it really just takes the time for you to hone in on, you know, if, if something is working for you, keep working that thing that's working. Don't think that you have to, um, you know, scale out to all these different things and, and kind of confuse yourself. 
you know, start with one thing, start with two things and then move from there. Um, because like Simone said, like it's the, this is a long-term goal. This isn't a short-term thing. Exactly. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll switch gears a little bit and tell us about some challenges you all had to um, I think a big challenge, especially when working with clients, is a mindset change. So, you know, working with us different than a lot of other marketing companies or, you know, digital marketing and branding consultants is that you're interested in getting that one thing. So if you're coming and you think that you need social media management, usually the company will just give it to you and figure out a strategy that works for that. Um, when you come and work with us, we're kind of auditing what's going on in your company. Yes, you come in and say one thing, but we want to understand holistically what's going on with your company, because maybe what you feel like is the solution isn't really tapping into the root problem that's going on at your company. So we kind of bring when people come in, we kind of take a step back and say, like, tell me about your company, like give me the nitty gritty about what's going on. And sometimes that means that the solution that we're providing for clients changes. So it's a lot of kind of getting our clients into the mindset of we need to look at this holistically about how to keep your business sustainable and reach the goals that you have for yourself. And that comes from all different parts of your company, not just marketing and branding itself. Right. And, and if I can add to that as well, um, a challenge has also been, um, you know, you, you'll find that some clients will come in with something, right? So like, oh, well, I already have a logo. Uh, so I just need a website and, and, and some social media. And, and like Jordan said, like, you know, we audit your entire business. Like that logo that you got your cousin to do five years ago is not going to work for the place where you're trying to take your business. And so that logo you came in with may not be most times not <laughs> what needs to continue to move your brand forward. You know, and a lot of the things that we, um, audit and we put in place for our clients, um, it's, it's a complete package. It's no piecemealing here or there. Everything has to have synergy. And and those, I, I think about those two things and companies, you know, these days, especially um, since, you know, you can do business with somebody in Norway being in the U.S. And in order to be, you know, on a, like a, a national or global scale, you know, you do have to play like the big dogs. Um, these companies understand, these bigger companies understand the importance of strategy, systems, video, commercials, photo shoots, um, uh, art direction. Just They just understand these things. And so, and, and that's where we kind of, you know, our sweet spot is understanding how, you know, we represent the four components that companies need in their business, systems, brand identity, visuals, overall strategy that's what we represent and so when you come to us we're bringing all four corners to you which represent us to create this sustainable business you want to have you know a, a certain amount of income i mean of course we don't promise that because it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it but you you can't you know have big dreams playing small mm -hmm. and you know limiting what you want based on a thing that you think you need. Like Tisa said, you know, you have a logo. Okay, I just need a website, but okay, you have a website, but you don't have any systems in place. 
you you know you're using selfies for photos you have no video like it's just it's it's not going to work and so on if you want to be on a scale that you want to be on it is going to be painful like jordan mentions it is a mindset shift because it is going to be you know you're going to have to make some changes if you want the type of outcome you want and that's what we you know we represent the, those things we represent the aspects that you that you'll need um, to, you know, from a marketing and branding perspective, and even from a business perspective to, you know, get this well-oiled, you know, thriving business generating machine that you want. Yep. And so, Taylor, I think, you know, to, to, to sum it all up for you, the challenge is getting clients to understand that they need to think holistically for their vision, I mean, for their business, their vision, and their marketing needs. Thank you, so also, what can we look forward to with Marketing by Melanin later this year and in the upcoming year? I think what you can really look forward to is just seeing us help more clients. And we're really focused on a transformation with everyone we work with. So we're really excited about sharing more of those stories of you know people that have come to us, have come to us with a need and how we've been able to transform their businesses, you know. Marketing by Melanin, even though it is us four beautiful women working hard, um, we, we look to highlight our clients, you know. Our client success is our success, and, you know, bigger than us, if they are doing well and growing their business, then we've done our job and we're, you know, satisfied with the outcome. Exactly. And also continuing the podcast that we have called Power by Melanin. So we, mm -hmm. um, our podcast episodes are once a month. Um, so we'll be, you know, releasing more of that too. You got it. Yes. <laughs> and where can we listen to the podcast? On what platforms? All platforms. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple. We are on Google Podcasts as well as SoundCloud. So by all means, check us out. Powered by, excuse me, powered by Melanin on all those platforms, and also our Instagram accounts have the links as well. I will be tuning in, of course, y'all. Y'all already, I am keep saying it, but y'all are really dropping these gems. Like if people are, if y'all are not following Marketing by Melanin after this episode, then I really don't know what y'all are doing because obviously <laughs> these four beautiful either. ladies, they got it together and they will get y'all together, get us together, be included with marketing and branding. And so we have our last question Tell us what type of companies you all work with and what type, some, what are some services you offer? Well, I'll start with the services that we offer because I think we, we've said, I don't know, we've said it so many times, we offer holistic <laughs> solutions. <laughs> right. Um, so that is inclusive of, of course, you know, overhauling the back end of your business with your operations and systems. And then we move on to the, the brand identity, you know, talking about, and then also brand messaging. So how you talk about what you do, how you communicate that with your clientele, videography, photography, and of course, website curation and design. Yes. And so it's and so it's an internal and external approach. So internally, 
Um, when you're talking about systems and things like that, those are things that happen internally. And so that could be, depending on what type of company you are, that could be um, an audit of your staff. It can be an audit of your policies and procedures. It can be the creation of your policies and procedures. Uh, uh, setting up client management system, setting up um, email marketing. So, you know, that depends. And then with the brand identity, usually you need everything. <laughs> um, you need a, your logo. You might need to rework your colors, your fonts. Um, you need new photography, your messaging, um, storytelling, um, because that's the one thing that big companies do is storytell. That's where those commercials come from. They're combining their messaging and their stories to get good commercials or good brand videos that really give visuals to their passion and mission. And then, um, of course, with the website, all of those things, you know, kind of uh, culminate on the website, the visuals, the messaging, the strategy, and then you have systems that supports all of that. So that's really our, you know, our, our, our path to helping businesses grow. It's, it's, it's four sections, but it's so much that goes under each section, and it really just depends on your industry. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, I was just going to add to what, sorry, I was just mm -hmm. going to add to what Tony said is that, you know, the mark of great branding and marketing is it not feeling like an ad. It's not feeling like it's coming at you. So when we provide these services, we want it to really be so tuned in with the audience and the client that they, it feels like their day to day. And that way you get people who aren't just being inundated. It's not you know, some big ad that they're just like, okay, now I have to click it, but they feel compelled and want to engage with your company. So that's really, you know, a part of our services that we really try to ingrain. Exactly. And then, and so yay, so if viewers um, are, oh, go ahead. Tony. Oh, I was just going to answer questions about industries. <laughs> mm -hmm, <laughs> yeah. So far as, yeah. Um, so far as those um, industries that are really, um, I guess, client-facing, community-facing, um, so it would be nonprofits, it, it's hospitality, um, it is medical, Medical. Um, so those industries that serve the people, so it's kind of like mission-focused, <clears throat> but if, you know, somebody has a, an online shop that they want to, you know, get going and get it going the right way, you know, if we can serve them, then we will. We're not going to turn them away because they're not, you know, they don't, you know, check off a box, but so it just, it really depends. Okay. Thank you all. And so if people are interested in hiring or connecting with you, where can we find you all on social media? You can find us on Instagram. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, So, on Instagram, you can find us at Work With Melanin. And then our um, website is workwithmelanin.co. Um, and then we have a box that you can fill out that will come directly to our email. We'll reply to you. You can schedule a call or on IG or also on LinkedIn if you want to connect with us and message us. I uh, really love communicating with people. <laughs> I'm a people person. So if you ever want to connect with us and have a conversation, you have a question, you're not sure, we'll definitely answer you and start a conversation and get to know you because we really enjoy developing personal relationship with our audience and our clients. Right. 
Yay. Well, thank you all for coming on the show. This has been an amazing show. I really appreciate y'all coming. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all follow Marketing by Melanin. Work with Melanin on Instagram, LinkedIn, and go to their website. Thank y'all again. And that concludes our interview. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. Bye. 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 And so now, y'all, I'm just so happy. Like, I'm so excited. That was an amazing interview. And I'm so happy to have the founders of Marketing by Melanin come onto the show. I hope you all listed everything, your comments, questions, and feedbacks in the chat box. And now we'll get into our good news, y'all. So good news, good news, good news. This week, good news goes out to Ulster Bank, who is located in New York since 1851. And to celebrate their 170th anniversary, they launched an initiative to celebrate with 170 acts of kindness. So here on the screen, we'll show our different acts of kindness that Ulster Bank has participated in locally. Since the effort has begun, the community outreach has donated toys and puzzles to local homeless shelters, as well as stuffed animals to an area child abuse prevention facility and paid for everything from garbage collection to haircuts, pizza, groceries, restaurants, flowers, and coffee, two fees for auto inspections at local garages. So this has definitely caused some ease to the local citizens in New York who have been financially impacted by COVID-19. So thank you and shout out to Ulster Bank, y'all. And it's a wrap for today's show. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and like this video. Also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. We appreciate all your comments and feedback, whether y'all are in DC, Maryland, New York, Pittsburgh. We even have people out the country listening in Europe, y'all. So keep watching, keep listening. We appreciate all your feedback and keep supporting all of our guests that come on to the show. And with that, it's a wrap. Peace, love, and blessings.